Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Docs Sportscast today. Uh, so Aurora and I are here to talk about some various things going on in the sports world. Um, actually, we're recording this on Tuesday the 8th, and uh, yeah, it's yeah we're just under uh, the franchise tag deadline. We'll see what happens there. Obviously, there will be some franchise tags, things that, that happen. I don't think there's going to be any like crazy news about franchise tags. We all pretty much know who's going to get tagged, uh, things like that. Um, moving forward, they did just end up closing the deal for Aaron Rodgers. You know, that's confirmed that he's going to be returning to the Packers. So we'll talk a little bit about that, um, and him in general moving forward. But, uh, yeah, before we jump into things here, uh, just wanted to mention again, Aurora and I, we are official travel agents. We specialize in Disney, Universal, World Caribbean, Carnival Cruise Line, um, Sandals Resorts, you know, amongst many other things. So feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to help you book your next set of magical memories. We are completely free service. Um, you know, we can handle as much of the planning and organizing as you would like, or as little as you would like. Uh, essentially, you know, we get paid a commission off of, um, the vacation opportunities that are factored into the price regardless. So if you, uh, you know, don't book with us, or if you do book with us, it would be the exact same price. Uh, so feel free to reach out. You know, we'd love to, uh, have some support that way, uh, through you guys. Um, also just supporting the channel that would help support us through the channel too, uh, to be able to reach out and, and, and book a trip with us. So yeah. That being said, we'll go ahead uh, and jump into sports um, topics for today. First off, we're going to talk about Brittany Griner. Um, I think many people who would be listening to this are going to be aware of what's going on with her. But for those of you who don't know what's going on or are not aware of what's happening with Brittany Griner, she is uh, being detained overseas at this point in Russia. Um, she was found with a um, container of cannabis oil. Um, and yeah, that's, you know, illegal drugs, um, there that she was, um, detained at the airport for on her way back. Uh, this is not something that's like, you know, it, it's not like a crazy coincidence that she was in Russia. Um, Brittany Griner goes and competes over in Russia in the off season. Um, anyway, uh, typically every year she goes and competes, uh, in Russia, um, in the WNBA off season. So, um, it's not, it's not shocking to like see her over there. It's not like, oh, she took a trip and you know, this happened to her. No, she's, she's been going there pretty frequently. Um, you know, in, in the off season every year, she pretty much goes over to Russia and plays, um, competitive basketball over there. Obviously she's an Olympian, you know, she's one of the star players of WNBA. She's a face of the WNBA, um, to an extent. And, um, you know, here's the thing that, that I have. There, there's so many people rallying around her, um, wanting to get her home and supporting her and, and things like that. Um, I have a little bit different of a take, a little bit different of a stance on this, guys. And, um, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with me. Uh, it seems like a lot of the people that are reaching out to support her are, are fans of hers, are people that personally know her. Um, they're letting their personal investment, their personal fanhood, of her uh kind of get in the way of their opinion of what's going on uh you know and, and i also think uh the opinion of like russia right now and what people think about russia they obviously are like you know get her home it's not safe over there blah 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 um you know at the same time you gotta look past those things and see what actually is unfolding and going on there uh she was carrying illegal drugs guys she, she's carrying illegal drugs and um 
you know, you have this spokesperson, this this person that is uh, supposed to be a, a face of uh, the WNBA, and they're they're being detained, arrested on drug charges uh, in another country. My question is, why are we so quick to support her? Why are we so quick to back her and want her out of there when she broke the law? Um, you know, and I talk about this amongst other sports. You know, these athletes are role models for youth, uh, the future athletes of America and other countries. And so why is it that we don't, why is it that we're so quick to overlook that? You know, um, everyone wants to get her home. Everyone wants to say, oh, like, get her home. Like, what's up with this? This isn't fair. We need to get her here. Like, she broke the law, regardless of what country she was in. Look past the country, okay? Look past your personal fanhood. She broke the law carrying illegal drugs with her at an airport. Um, you know, and, and yeah, granted, everyone's not going to know the different laws and the different things that are illegal, you know, in different areas and places and things like that. Granted, most people would say, oh, be as cautious and safe as you are, especially if you do do drugs. Um, you know, you should be on your best behavior if you're outside the country or whatever. So clearly she did not practice that. And, and yeah, I'm, you know, like I said, it's not like she should know all of the laws over in Russia. Um, but Regardless, look at it, guys. Like, this is a role model. This is a face of the WNBA. Do you really want your face to be someone who is doing recreational drugs? Do you want this to be someone who is breaking laws in other countries and, and things like that? You know, there's a different level of standard that I think, you know, warrants someone of her caliber to hold themselves to. Um, and I talk about that amongst many sports, whether it's women's sports, male sports, you know, whatever. Um, you're a professional athlete and you have to hold yourself to a different level of standard. And I think the world is trying to lower that standard and just let them live whatever life they want and do whatever they want and, and not adhere to the same principles and morals and obligations that normal everyday citizens have to live to. Um, and I think this is one of those situations, you know, um, athletes in other countries um, are treated equally, you know, in America, she would have, you know, gotten extra support. She would have found a way to get out of this um, already. And she wouldn't have been detained and all of these things because she's a professional athlete. She's a celebrity. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. But in other countries, they don't give a crap about that. They don't care as much as we do. Okay. And granted, yes, it's not her country. So maybe if she was a Russian born player, maybe she would get a little bit more special treatment. But look at what happened to Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic, the number one tennis player in the world. Okay. Um, he was, you know, he, he wasn't allowed to compete in the Australian Open because they kept the, the rules and, and laws and litigation and everything in place that would be for a normal human being and a normal person, regardless of whether they're a celebrity, professional athlete, whatever, they kept those things in place for Novak Djokovic because they wanted to treat him equally, which is fair. That's what should happen to everyone. There are hundreds of Americans every day, month, you know, all throughout the year that get detained um, on different, you know, legalities and stuff at international airports all the time. Do we throw a big fuss about that and say, oh, that's not fair, that, that she shouldn't have to adhere to the laws of other countries? Or he or she? No, that, that's not fair. So stop letting your fanhood dictate your moral side of this. Okay, I, I know ESPN um, 
you know, interviewed like her high school coach and her high school coach was just saying, you know, there's people that love you and care about you and all these things. Fine. That that's, that's great that you should be sending her that message because yeah, she, she, you know, is in a, probably in a very bad situation right now and she could use some support. Uh, but you know, in no way should we be calling for her to uh, get out of whatever legal trouble she has in, uh, in spo- spontaneously because she's an athlete, because she's a celebrity over here in the U.S. She broke the law. She broke the law, and she needs to adhere to the same level of punishment and the same type of process that any other um, human being would have to adhere to for breaking that um, for breaking that law. So. Um, you know, I, I hear what people are saying. I know everybody wants to see her back over here and, you know, people want to, to make sure she's out of Russia or whatever, but look past the country that she's in, look past your fanhood of her as a celebrity or whatever. Okay. That you're viewing her as and understand she broke the law. She broke the law. It does not matter that she's a celebrity. It does not matter. She's a professional athlete and it shouldn't too many times athletes, and celebrities and things like that can break laws and do things and, and get out of it, get rid of it, and it's, it's over and it doesn't matter. Whereas a normal human being, a normal um, citizen wouldn't be able to get out of those things and, and wouldn't be so easily, uh, you know, have those things dis- discarded um, when it happens to them. So um, I, I am happy that she has had this, um, that, that she's being treated equally. I'm happy that she's being treated equally. I'm not happy that this happened to anyone. I, I, I would hope that people stop breaking laws in general and, and people stop, you know, using drugs and things like that um, in general. That's what I hope. Um, but, you know, it is sad that that happened to her. But I'm happy that they are treating her equally because rightfully so they should, regardless of her race, gender, um, regardless of her status as an athlete, regardless of, of her celebrity status, she's being upheld to the same um, process that any other human being would be upheld to. And I am very happy about that. We need more of that in the sports industry. Um, so, yes, I know everybody wants her back. I know everybody's saying all these things, but at the same time, she broke the law um, and, you know, she she needs to adhere to whatever process needs to come through for that. And, um, you know, she has up to 10 years of jail that she could, uh, find herself in. Um, and that's in Russia and that's because she broke the law there. So just like any other human being, just like any other American that was over there, who wasn't an athlete or celebrity, she would have to adhere to these things and possibly have that sentencing come, come through. So, you know, yes, it's sad that that's a horrible position for her and that may end up happening, but, um, you know, we, we can't just sit and make exceptions for these athletes and celebrities just because of who they are. They, they're, they're no different. They're no different. There's no reason to treat them differently than any other human being. There's really not, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. We're going to move on from Brittany Griner. Now, um, I hope her all the best in this situation, and I, I hope that she can get back over here as soon as possible. And, um you know, if it is possible. And if not, if she broke the laws and things like that, I, I hope her the best and, and wish her the best um, in whatever situation that she's put herself in. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, we're going to talk about Russell Westbrook on the other side of uh, professional basketball, on the men's side of things. Um, 
Russell Westbrook is showing the epitome of American athlete, athletes. Um, he is the epitome of American athletes right now. Um, you know, he has said in press conferences, he said in interviews, whether he was in Washington or in L.A. now, um, titles don't matter to me. I don't care about championships. They don't matter. They don't. It's not a big deal to me. That's not what gets me excited, right? He's also said um, that he doesn't take losses and uh, poor performances and things like that home. He doesn't think about them because whatever, it doesn't matter to him. He's good. He's fine. He's happy. You know, he, he's happy with his life. He has his family and he doesn't need anything else. He doesn't care about, you know, wins and losses at the end of the day when he goes home. He only cares about it when he's on the court. Okay. Um, he doesn't care because he, he's got his money, right? He's got his money and he doesn't care about those things. Um, because he's already been paid. He's already got his contract for a big payday. Guys, this is the epitome of American athletes right now. Look at Kawhi Leonard. Look at James Harden. Look at Ben Simmons. All of these guys, all of these athletes that, oh, they're premium athletes. They're the top athletes that, you know, every year and they get drafted so high and all this stuff. And then you know what? What do they do? They're complacent. They don't work hard. They don't try to get better. Oh, I got my payday. I don't need to do anything else. They paid for me the way I am. No, they didn't. They invested in you not just because of the athlete you are, but where you're going to be. Just because they paid you your money doesn't mean you can sell on your laurels and just do nothing to get better, to improve, to, to work hard every day. They pay you for that ability, for that opportunity. I will tell you arguably that there's no player in the NBA that is worth the amount of money they're being paid right now. No player. Because that would mean that they have to maximize every single bit of potential that they have. They have to put in 110% every day of every minute, of every practice, of every training session, of every chance they get to improve themselves on and off the court. They are doing it. Okay? And very rarely will that ever happen. Okay? Um... You know, you can make the case for a Giannis Antetokounmpo and things like that. You can make the case for those guys. But for the most part, guys are not getting paid what they're worth because they pay them off of the potential, not just what they've done already and what they've accomplished and where they're at physically, the potential they have beyond that, okay? And rarely do guys enter that, especially American players from what we're seeing. You know, rare is it and, and hard to find is it the days of Damian Lillard, a guy who... Uh, gets drafted and makes a name for himself and becomes one of the top players in the league, not because of physical ability, not because um, he had a high pedigree, not because he went to a top five school in the country. Um, he went to Weber State and he really worked his tail off to become a high draft pick. And he worked his tail off and showed dedication to the city of Portland who drafted him and showed loyalty to them and works hard every day to be as good as he is. That is what American players need to be like. They don't need to sit there and be Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Ben Simmons, these guys that want to whine and complain about why they haven't won. Russell Westbrook, whine and complain about why they haven't won championships and say the championships don't matter. The money matters. They want to go to teams with a bunch of good teammates around them so they don't have to shoulder everything themselves. Where's your pride? Where's your pride? Where's your fight? Where is the underdog mentality of, I'm going to do this. I'm going to will my team to win. Where is that? We're just seeing a bunch of soft players come from America nowadays. We're all pampered. All these young kids have been shown over the years by various athletes that 
oh, if I'm if I'm that good and I've got that much behind me, I'm gonna get my contract. I'm gonna go to the NBA. I'm gonna get drafted. And once I get once I make bank and once I get my contract, all right, I'll just sit back. It doesn't matter after that. I'm, you're getting paid more money than what being competitive is worth to you. Athletes in the NBA, the top American athletes, are being are showing us that their contracts and the money they're getting paid for their contracts is worth more than their reputation on the court, is worth more than their dedication to the team, to the city, to the fans. They don't care about them as much as they do the money. So as soon as they get that big payday, they got everything they want. They don't care about a title. They don't care about the city. They don't care about the fans. That's what we're being shown. And it's sad. Russell Westbrook is showing the epitome of that because he is whining and complaining and he's saying these things don't matter to me and blah, 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 blah. And then he wants to whine and complain. I'm being asked to do all these things every night. It's really hard. Like, shut up. Stop whining and complaining. If you think you're worth it, if you think you're worth the money that you think you're worth, why don't you go and try and get better and play harder? It's not hard to get a jump shot. It's not hard to get consistent. You know what's really hard? It's trying to get to a level of physical ability that you haven't been gifted with, okay? It's not like Damian Lillard's going to become one of the best dunkers in the NBA overnight. That's a lot of hard work to physically change your body and change the ability your body has, okay? I'm not asking for that. I'm asking for time. Put in the time, put in the effort to get better at your free throws, to get better at your jump shot. You know, Ben Simmons, get better at your freaking free throws. Get a decent jump shot. It is not hard. What it takes is time in the gym. That's all it takes. It's literally all it takes. It's very upsetting, guys. And um, yeah, if I'm the Lakers, I'm upset. I don't want Russell Westbrook on my team. If I am any team that wants to actually compete, I don't want him on my team. You know, if I'm a small market team that I know I'm not going to win now, I'm not going to win for the next two or three years, sure, I'll go out and I'll trade for Russell Westbrook. I'll go out and try and sign Russell Westbrook when he's a free agent. But if I'm a team that wants to compete, I don't want a guy on my team that has in interviews told people, championships don't define me. I don't care about championships. They don't really matter. You know, what drives me is just getting out there and playing hard on the court whenever I play. Okay, well, if you don't, if you just want to go out there and play hard and put in all the effort when you're out there on the court, that's not, that's not enough. That's not going to do it. You need to prep. You need to get better. You need to be better every day and improve where you're at. Not just sit and rest on, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to play really hard. I'll just outwork guys on the court when it's play time. No, you need to outwork them leading up to that too. You need to take this stuff home with you. Take some baggage home with you when you're the reason teams are losing. When you're the reason the Lakers aren't good enough right now because you're not holding up your end of the bargain. You're definitely not holding up your share of the salary cap you're taking up in LA. It's ridiculous, guys. Look at Giannis Antetokounmpo. Look at Luka Doncic. Look at these guys from international, from overseas. Guys that come from overseas who come in the league um, Siakam out in Toronto. These are guys that came in the league and people really didn't, people really kind of looked past them as being the next LeBron James, the next, like, the next great. Giannis Antetokounmpo carried his entire team last year. Look at Jokic, okay, out in Denver. These are guys that carry their team on their shoulders and they're willing to do it. They don't whine. They don't complain about money. They don't complain about any of that. All they care about is playing for their team, their city, their fans, 
and playing as hard as they can and getting as good as they can to make that team succeed and win. All they care about is, I'm going to do what I need to do to be the best that I can every day, and the rest will follow. And they know that because you know what? They come from overseas, and they have some grit to them. They have some heart to them. They care at a different level than American players. They don't just care about making the money. Okay, They know the money will come if they make themselves that much better. They're not soft. They're not whiners and complainers and say, oh, trade me, I want to go to a contender. No. Christoph Porzingis wasn't a whiner and complainer when he first came in the league. Yeah, he's gotten that way over time. I think that happened in New York because the New York life got to him and he became like an American player. Oh, well, I can just whine and complain my way out of things. Okay? These guys are running circles around the American players in the league, the American superstars. And it's sad to see, but it's the truth. It is absolutely the truth. Okay? So, I just hope that the next coming generation, the next level of players that are coming out of college and things like that, start to see and understand this. It's never getting talked about, guys. It's never getting talked about. These guys in college, they still, one year in college, I'm going to go to the NBA. I'm the guy. I'm the man. You know, whatever. And they don't get better. They don't work hard. They don't put the time and effort in. That's why they don't want to stay in college. They don't want to put time and effort in. They don't want to work on their game. They don't want to work on fundamentals. They just want to go the way they are and just sit on, on the level of play that they're at and because it's enough. It's enough to get them a big payday. I think it's ridiculous, and it's showing horrible things to the youth uh, growing up. And uh, ultimately, we need to lower salaries of the NBA players. We need to lower the cap space. We need to lower all this crap. It's not right. It's, it's, it's not good. It's not giving us the best level of play out of our players over here in America. So, whatever. Anyway, that's that's my take on Russell Westbrook right now. Really frustrated with it. Um, next is, um, actually, we're going to talk about Calvin Ridley. Okay, so Calvin Ridley, um, he is suspended for an entire season, the entire uh, upcoming season with the NFL, well, the next season in the NFL, uh, because of gambling. Uh, he gambled, uh, if you guys know, he took off um, – a little after like Halloween, around the Halloween time, uh, from the NFL, decided he wasn't going to play because he needed to attend to some mental health uh, challenges he was facing, uh, which is great. That I think more players need that awareness. More players need to be able to level with themselves that it's okay to admit that um, and take that time off. Uh, but during that time that he was gone, he did uh, delve into uh, sports gambling. Um, he uh, he bet uh, $1,500 um, on, on uh, sports betting and... Um, you know, people are asking if the one-year suspension is too much. No, it is not too much. It is not too much. Um, there, Quite frankly, I will tell you that there is way too many things, way too many issues off the field and on the field that happens with players that need harsher penalties like this, okay? They need harsher penalties like this. Um, and I think ultimately we need to be able to see these athletes, these professional athletes get hit more in their pocketbooks and not just these suspensions and crap. Like we need to see portions of their contract go to things that help support whatever they break. Okay. Whatever laws or whatever issues that they have, if it's Calvin Ridley, we need to see, yes, he's suspended for a year. Great. I don't have an issue with that because he knowingly broke the NFL policy. We need to see 
a portion of his contract moving forward for the rest of his career in the NFL, a portion of his contract be donated to, uh, you know, uh, help with gambling services. People who have gambling problems, it needs to be donated to a nonprofit or a charity of some kind to help with those things. Um, That's what I would like to see. Because if you're going to go and you're going to make these things, players are not stupid. Let's stop acting like they're stupid. And, oh, they made an honest mistake. No, these players don't make honest mistakes. Drunk driving, okay? Uh, being caught with, with weapons on you. Um, you know, illegal drugs in your possession or you're doing them in your system. Like, gambling, like all these things, domestic abuse and violence, all of these things are very severe and they need to be handled severely. Okay, so if the NFL is going to be ridiculous about suspending players for games because they want to keep the level of talent on the field. Okay, so when Richard Sherman, um, you know, has anger and aggression issues off the field, and when you've got guys like Jameis Winston and Ezekiel Elliott who you know grope women and things like that, um, and and have domestic violence things come up, when you have things like that pop up, yeah, if you're not going to suspend them off the field because you need the talent out there to make your money, I get that. Absolutely. Sure. You want to put them back on the field? Fine. Because that's what's best for your business. But you don't have to sit and let them control all their money. You don't have to sit and 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 let them dictate everything. Why don't you take a certain percentage of their contract, of their salary every year? It actually comes from the team and doesn't go to the player and gets donated to a sexual harassment nonprofit. Okay? To a... Um, domestic violence nonprofit. You know, why don't you take Alcoholics Anonymous for guys who uh, have drunk driving? Like, why don't you do that? Why don't we come up with a system that takes that money from the player? Because it's going to hurt them, not just now, but for the rest of their career, for the decisions that they made and the mistakes they made, because they're not stupid. They know the right and wrongs. They know that. These are not idiots. These are professional athletes. These are men, okay, who know the difference between right and wrong. They're told it plenty of times, okay? There's, there's, there's no excuse. Okay. So why don't we uphold this as something that will affect them? Not just now, but in the future, not just a one year suspension. No teams are not going to pay you the contract you're supposed to get and additional money to cover, you know, whatever you're going to have to pay back to these nonprofits. So in doing that system, it will help so many things. One, it helps these nonprofit institutions in creating more awareness for them and providing them more resources financially, which is huge. Second, it's a great PR spin for the NFL. Third, players will be affected not just now, but for the future with their contracts. Because if they go sign a big contract somewhere for what they're worth, they're still not going to get paid what they think they're worth in the open market. They're still not going to get paid the full amount of that contract. And teams are not going to be willing to cover the expense of that on top of what they're worth in the open market. So it's going to hurt them and impact them financially for the rest of their career. That's what we need to be setting the standard for. That's what we need to be doing for these athletes is helping them understand to think about consequences. Consequences, guys. Don't be naive, though. Other players are doing this. When it comes to betting on the, the sports and stuff like that, other players are doing this, whether it's them actually doing it or paying a friend to go make the bets or whatever. This is happening, okay? It is happening other places. Don't be naive to think that. But if you get caught, if the, you need to think about the consequences for your actions. That's all that I want. That's all that I want to see accomplished here is these players understand I'm not above the law. I'm not above these penalties. Things will happen to me, and things will come down, and I will be punished 
rightfully so, and it will affect me the rest of my life, just like it would any other human being. We need to hold equality and accountability for these players, just like we would any other human being. And doing these things and doing this percentage of their contracts and salaries and things like that and taking it away for these things that they do on and off the field, in doing that, okay, in doing that, hopefully it will make these professional athletes start to think about the consequences of their actions. And when they go to do these illegal things that many of them are doing, or these unmorally justified things that many of them are doing, hopefully it'll make them think about the consequences of it and make them understand they do have to hold themselves to a higher level of standard because they're professional athletes, just like any other professional out there. Okay? There's a difference between someone who is, you know, a, a janitor at a high school, okay, because they chose not to have a higher level of life or a higher standard. They didn't want to go to college. They chose not to get an education. They chose not to hold themselves to a higher level of standard. You know, someone, uh, someone who is flipping burgers at McDonald's who has, you know, gauges in their ears that's bigger than the tires on a car or, you know, uh, 10 different piercings on their face and those types that like you're leading a different life. You're not holding yourself to a higher level of standard. Okay. Like professionals have to do. There's a reason you don't see those people in management roles and high level VP roles and things like that in companies because they're not holding themselves to a high enough level of professionalism. And that's not going to allow them to be successful in the world. You know, you have to hold yourself to a higher level of standard, just like you do on the field. You need to do it off the field with these athletes. Um, so, you know, hopefully some of these things can happen at some point. I don't think it ever will. I don't think Roger Goodell or anybody's going to listen to my podcast. But if they ever did, I think this is a great opportunity. Have players commit a certain percentage of their contract for the rest of the life of their their play in the NFL or whatever to these organizations that help in whatever it is that they're dealing with and whatever it is that they're going through, um, whatever it is that they break. That's what needs to happen. Um, so yeah, that's just, that's just my thoughts. You know, I, I think it's fine that his penalty for being out the whole season and everything. I think there's more things like, you know, um, domestic violence and sexual assault and those types of things. They need to be handled with as much and arguably more severe penalties than what this is. Um, you know, cause domestic violence and those types of things like that is a six game minimum suspension. And then gambling is all of a sudden a full season. Like it should be less than domestic violence and things like that. But ultimately we need to raise the domestic violence and stuff. We don't need to lower the gambling. I think it's just, I think it's equal to what it is. Um, so yeah, I think we need to take a look at that overall. I think professional athletics needs to look at that overall through across all the leagues. Um, yeah, that's just my thoughts. And then I'm going to give a quick take here on Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, to wrap things up. I know we're going a little bit longer than usual today, but, uh, ultimately guys, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is kind of a disgusting individual. I think he's, he's, um, he's very focused on himself. Um, he's very, he, he is very self-centered. Um, he's taken all this time and yes, we know that he just signed this deal on the last day of, uh, you know, franchise tag day and everything. And so hopefully they'll be able to get everything wrapped up with Devante and, and all this stuff. But, um, 
it's uh it's frustrating it's frustrating to see the way he handles things you know he sits there and says you know i'm going to do these things for my teammates i'm going to make these decisions so people can figure things out and then he waits till the last second to do it um that, that's what he always does and he's really focused on himself and uh, i think to me he's put the packers in a really tough situation yes maybe next season they have a good chance maybe the season after that they have a chance but uh once you get past that and you got a bunch of guys coming off their contracts and stuff you're going to lose a lot of talent and uh, this Packers team will not be as good as it is right now. Um, it will go downhill, and it will hurt them um, for you know, in especially the third and fourth year of this. Um, it will definitely hurt their on-field uh, ability to win games. So um, you know, great, great for Aaron Rodgers. He, he goes and gets paid and everything. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, kudos to him. But um, it's ridiculous what these guys are getting paid right now, and uh, I think it's a shame that um, professional athletes are getting paid as much money as they are um, because there's so much money, millions and millions of dollars of these salaries every year for these professional athletes that could go to charities and nonprofits and the community around uh, the professional team that's there. Um, that, that doesn't happen. It goes into these players' pockets. So, uh, granted, some athletes do the right thing, and uh, you know, you see them do a lot of support and a lot of nonprofit things on and off the field. Um, you know, uh, TJ Watt or JJ Watt, and uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey, and and guys like that do a lot of off-field things and uh, charity nonprofit stuff. But uh, there's a lot of athletes that don't, and uh, it would just be, it would just be good to see these players get paid less money. No one needs that much money. They don't need that much money. They really don't. Um, but yeah, anyway, I, I think it's great for Aaron and, uh, we'll see how it affects the other QB markets and things like that. We'll probably talk about that on a future podcast. Um, so yeah, anyway, thank you guys so much, uh, for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Again, uh, I will mention Aurora and I, we are official travel agents specialized in Disney universal world Caribbean carnival cruise line, sandals resorts, uh, sea world. So, you know, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to help you book your next set of magical memories and, uh, we will talk to you guys again next week.